Welcome to the Awakening Podcast Network. Get ready for an inspiring audio from this cutting-edge voice. You can find more podcasts at awakeningpodcasts.com. You want to go deeper? Get equipped to overcome and walk in God's purpose for your life at Awakening House of Prayer's online campus. You'll experience an online family, preaching, teaching, and prophetic impartation for victorious living. We have over a thousand members online hungry for what God is saying and doing in the earth. Visit ahop.online today and join our family. AHOP TV empowers believers with spirit-inspired messages and strategic equipping that accelerates your spiritual growth. You can subscribe to stream weekly content from Awakening House of Prayer, conferences, and other exclusive content to stir your hunger and encourage your heart. Visit us online at ahop.tv. Hey, God bless you guys. I got a good scope. Want to talk to you today about the prerequisite for deliverance. Amen. So, God bless the Lord's favor, grace, and blessing uh, be upon all of you uh, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I want to talk to you today about the prerequisite for for deliverance. The prerequisites for uh, for deliverance. Actually, um, what needs to be in place before you actually. Uh, where some of us deliverance ministers out. And the truth of the matter is, is some of us are seeking freedom, but we have violated half of the established principles that need to be in place in order for you to guarantee your freedom. And I want to talk to you today about that. I want to give you five. I'm going to give you five, five prerequisites um, that are going to help you uh, do some self-analyzation before you actually go and seek out some deliverance because the last thing you want to do is drive three to four hours uh, each time or pay to go to some event um, that where, where deliverance is being manifested and you not get your freedom. Nothing is more frustrating than seeking out freedom multiple times um, and not gaining freedom. Have you ever been there? I've been there. And nothing is more frustrating. And what I have found is that usually people that have been or become anti-deliverance are usually those who have sought out freedom multiple times, have went out of their way to get free um, and did not get free. So really their uh, theological stance and uh, biblical worldview concerning deliverance is actually coming from a place of personal uh, disillusionment, discouragement, and personal bitterness uh, towards and discouragement towards seeking freedom and not actually gaining it. Well, let me help you today. Let me help you today. Um, and I'm going to breeze through this. I have five. I have five uh, things that need to be in place that will help you at least uh, come seeking freedom from a good vantage point. And how many of you want to be able to at least uh, come to get at least some measure of deliverance, even if you don't get completely free, but that you get at least a measure of freedom. All right, number one is this. Check the history of your dishonor. Write that down, number one. The prerequisite that has to be in place is check your honor level. Check 
uh, your dishonor level. What I have found unequivocally um, at the top of the list is that many people seeking freedom and don't get it is it's because they have a long track record of dishonor. There's a lot of dishonor in their life, either towards their pastors, either towards their spiritual parents, either towards uh, their biological parents. Let me tell you something, man. If you don't honor your biological parents, especially your biological dad, even if they've never been there for you, if they're still alive, you are required by scripture to honor your father and your mother because it's the only commandment that has a promise attached to it. So what I have found is is that there is usually a high level of dishonor in among those seeking freedom and not getting it. When you check the track record, um, there's just a long history, a very, very long history of multiple years and many encounters where uh, they have dishonored um, either a friend. Now, listen, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're dishonoring your superiors or someone over you. Sometimes Christians dishonor each other. And I hear the Holy Spirit saying, if you owe your brother money and you have not paid them back, that is dishonor. If your brother lent you money or there's been some agreement concerning finances and you haven't followed through in your agreement with them, you are walking in 100 absolute dishonor. Um, when you um, throw shade on your brother concerning their ministry, dishonor. When God allows you to be at the right place at the right time, hearing a conversation um, where someone needs help and you know that there's another brother that specializes or sister that specializes in that and you don't refer them, not referring your brother or sister who could potentially help someone else is also dishonor. Hey, listen, man, not even liking and sharing a video. How about this? Stealing a revelation. Hey, listen, don't give me that. The Holy Spirit is the owner of all revelation. Of course, we know that. But why didn't he give it to you? He gave it to someone else. You want to know why he gave it to someone else? Because they pressed their way through in time, study, denying themselves to get that revelation. So what I have found is we just be taking people's revelation and just sharing it as our own dishonor. So listen, number one is this. Check your dishonor gauge or your level and make sure that you are walking in tip top shape. As much as is possible in you to walk in honor. Check your dishonor level. Number two is this. Open offense. An open offense. Now watch this. I know that we love messages that cater around God is going to remove our haters and, and uh, God is going to bless you in the presence of your enemies. But the Bible is actually goes at great lengths in sharing this by saying in Matthew chapter 6 that if you come to the altar and there remember that your brother has an offense against you, it doesn't mean you offended them. It means that they're offended at you. Did you catch it? You want to leave your gift at the altar and go reconcile. Many people seeking deliverance have so many open offenses. You want to know why? Because as Christians, we're masters at running. We some running escapism people, which means we love prophetic words about just leave. We love, you know, uh, dreams and visions that cater to us running and not confronting and closing and 
finalizing a situation. What I have found is an open offense is a closed door to glory. It will close the door immediately. Baby, listen, go fix your issue with your brother. Then come back. Now watch this. Don't leave with your gift. Come back and continue to offer, which means God will wait for you. Did you catch that? Ain't it like God to wait for us? What does the verse say? It says, leave your gift at the altar, which means leave it there. Midway process. Go fix it. Come back. Finish the process. You will honor God in making sure that your heart is pure. Check your offense. Let me ask you, are you offended at your last pastor? Are you offended at your ex-husband? Are you offended at your children? Are you offended at your family? Are you offended at your boss? Listen, nothing will cut the door to your deliverance more than an open offense. And watch this. Don't you dare continue to just get your praise on. It will be unauthorized. Leave it at the altar. Go reconcile and then come back and finish it. So number two is the prerequisite for your freedom is check how many offenses need to be mended. Number three is this. Write this down. Number three is unrepentant unforgiveness will open the door to the tormentors. If you have open unforgiveness, the Bible says, you can read this in Matthew chapter 18. It says, you will be thrown into the prison until you pay the very last penny. But the verse sit here, the verse actually says, you will be handed over to the tormentors. Did you catch that revelation? Which means if you have unrepentant, unforgiveness, you are tormented right now. Your anointing is stained with demons of torment. When you lay hands on people, you are transferring torment. Hey, listen, you can't hear from God because your mind is being tormented. Listen, unrepentant unforgiveness will open the door legally to demon spirits in your life, which means, baby, you need to, re you need to forgive. And forgiveness doesn't mean forgetting. Because God is omniscient. He can never forget our sins because that means he is not omnipotent. But what it means is that he will forget our sins. It means he will never use it against us in the future. Baby, if you are holding on to stuff, listen, if you are holding on to archived emails and archived texts, don't let me get in your mug about archived texts and text messages you don't got in your email in an archive. Baby, you walking in unforgiveness. That's another topic for another day, but I'm going to leave that one alone. All right. Number three is unrepentant unforgiveness. All right. Number four is this one. And this one is really going to rattle your cages. Are you forsaking the assembling of the saints? Let me ask you a question. Are you part of a fellowship? I don't want to hear this. I'm in transition stuff. That don't work in 2018. You just don't want to join a church because it's easy to not tithe and it's easy to not be held accountable. And oh my God, how easy it is to stay home on a Sunday and not even have to go out and just watch it from the internet. Hey, listen, the author of the book of Hebrews says, forsake not the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Hey, listen, I'm an apostle and I'm here to tell you, get your butt to church. You need to congregate. That, ain't, that is not the Holy Spirit 
telling you, stay home. That's just you looking as an excuse to save on gas and to save on your tides and to just stay in bed and to just watch your spiritual father and spiritual mother on the internet and just listen, stop, stop, stop it, stop. That's not the Holy Spirit telling you, stay home. No, it is not. That's you. That's that's you. And it could be a demon, a demon of division and a demon, a seducing spirit. But I'm going to leave that one alone. What I have found is the fourth reason why many people just don't get delivered is because they're not part of a fellowship. And there is diplomatic immunity and there is jurisdictive protectiveness uh, when you're part of a local ecclesia of believers where what? Where even if you're not fully walking in prayer and fasting, God protects you because you're part of a powerful tribe. You're part of a powerful network. You're part of a powerful church. You're part of a powerful lineage. There is protection in family and in covenant. Baby, you need to get to a local fellowship. That is the first thing that I've been asking people when they come to me for deliverance. What's your church and who's your pastor? When they tell me I'm in transition, sometimes I just tell them, well, go submit to a church, then come back here. Because the last thing I'm going to do is help a Jezebel get set free. And then they just be free. And instead of being free to be held accountable, I made them a free spirit, not held to nobody. Because now they got free and now they're so free that they're not held accountable. So I've just been straight up asking people, who's your pastor? Uh, who, who are you connected to? Um, and when they give me that, well, I've been in transition. Well, I say, how long have you been in transition? Well, I've been in transition two, three years. No, baby, you in open rebellion, man. You get your butt to church and submit somewhere. Oh, but there's no church like my tribe in my city. Then find a church that's closest to your tribe and join that church you do know that you don't have to find exactly the same type of church like you're, you're covering. If, you, if your city doesn't have one, you find the closest thing to it and you join it. All right, go get submitted. Amen. Number five is this. Number five. And last point, and then I'm out of your way, um, is this. Here's what I have found um, that has caused people uh, to remain bound and not cross the threshold of freedom or get to a place where they could be free is this. If you hold to extreme Old Testament paradigms, you won't get free. You're going to get mad at what I'm about to tell you. Listen, the most bound people are those that wear the Talith prayer shawls, hyphenate God, G hyphenated D, uh, Hebrew, Greek, Aramaic, uh, Dead Sea Scroll type of spooky, weird, Levitical, ironic, uh, wearing, uh, you know, the Hoshen type of believer with the, listen, if you are extreme in Old Testament uh, ideologies and paradigms that have been fulfilled in Christ, Nothing is more frustrating to me of me trying to help someone get free and they're quoting Yahweh at me. Listen, listen, God understands English. 
Listen, nothing is more frustrating than I'm trying to help someone get free and they're trying to talk Hebrew and this is the year of the sword. Listen, man, when you're bound, it don't care what year of the Jewish Babylonian exile calendar it is. Listen, your freedom is what is locked in what the Bible calls today. Today, if you would hear my voice, harden not your heart. Today, you would be with me in paradise. Baby, the most bound people are the most yarmulke, Hebrew, Greek. You know, this is the year of the Hoshen, Yahweh, Elohim, Adonai, lion face, looking spooky sword of the Lord. Listen, save that stuff for when you go back home. But when you gonna get set free, listen, that stuff don't set you free. Hold up, hold up, man of God. Before you pray for me, let me put on my prayer shawl. And you just threw yourself in bondage. Baby, freedom is a free gift given to us through the efficacy of Christ's work on the cross. Listen, nothing you say or do, even if you... Put in your last name, Bar Jonah. It's going to make God set you free. Listen, he sets you free, not because you are uh, and can trace your lineage through the black Hebrew Israelite. Listen, he sets you free because you're a son and daughter of his because you have received him. And to them who received him, he gave them the right. To be called the children of God. You want to get bound? Then do this. Then do this. Hold on, man of God. Let me put on my... Listen, you're going to put yourself in bondage. In bondage real quick. Why? Because in Christ there is neither Jew nor Gentile. And another thing, you are Caribbean. You ain't Jew, baby. Stop. You're not Jewish. You will want to be Jew. You are, you are AKA want to be Sephardic Jew. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm probably more Jewish than you because I got my big Hasidic beard. Well, I'm going to leave that one alone. Listen, your freedom, Cornelius, you Gentile, you, is found in Christ alone through faith alone, by grace alone, in him who is the head over all principality and power. Do me a favor. Stop that Sephardic Jew stuff. You do that when you at home. Stop going to church with a shofar. Like, I'm going to get my freedom today because I got my tallit and I got my shofar and I got my hoshen and I'm bar Jesus. And baby, listen, man, listen. I'm more free than you and I don't use none of that. I got my deliverance like like that. You don't want to know why? Because phylacteries don't set you free. Truth sets you free. You will know the truth and the truth will make you free. Maybe that's the reason why you're bound. It's because you're too Jewish for Jesus. That's why you still bound. You too Hebrew for the Holy Ghost. You just are too 
Middle Eastern for the Holy Spirit of God. Baby, just be you and be contrite and have a broken spirit and have a and be willing and humble yourself before the Lord your God. And the next time you go to a deliverance conference, do me a favor, keep all of your phylacteries and your headpieces and your, you know, oh, you know, Yahweh, hyphenate God. And, and another thing, stop naming your ministries after these Hebrew names, man. Don't nobody understand you and not even the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit don't even understand because is it Yehoshua or is it Yahshua or is it Joshua or is it Jesucristo or is it Jesus or is it Esau? I don't know. How about he's the God of all flesh? <laughs> or how about he's I am that I am. I'm done. The Lord's favor, grace and blessing be upon all of you. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I have a lot more prerequisites. Listen, of uh, what need to be in place for you to get your freedom, but I'm going to stop at five. You want to know why? Because five is the number of grace. Now, hey, listen, why don't you take what I taught you today and go get set free? Make it so much easier. You know who are the easiest people to get set free? Sinners. Because they don't know any better. All they know is a man named Jesus can set me free. Deliverance is so easy. All it takes is Bible Institute to get you confused. Catch that revelation one day. I'm gone. I'm out of here. Well, God bless you. My name is Alexander Pagani. This has been a production of the Awakening Podcast Network. Jennifer LeClaire is the founder and owner of APN. Our heart is to inspire people and exalt Jesus with every broadcast. We're grateful for our advertisers and supporters that make these podcasts possible.